soil. So as the seed of the word goes forth, it will find good ground. I thank you, God. I thank you in advance for being a man of your word. You said your word will not return without accomplishing what you send it forth to do. In Jesus' name. grateful for Jesus in here? Anybody grateful for the Lord? Today as we stand, she was trying to make her way. She was trying to Today as we stand before the scripture, hold those Bibles up. Get your notebooks out. Repeat after me. The only way that I can keep my way pure is to guard it according to this word. This word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today, I will receive the word implanted, which is able to save my soul. Last week, I told us that what has been done can be undone. Say that with me. What has been done can be undone. One more time. What has been done can be undone. We dealt with the conversion experience of Paul. And when I look at the conversion experience of Paul, I can see that it would be easy for Paul to walk around with some guilt or shame. I don't know. I, I can imagine Paul doing all the foolish stuff he's done. Maybe y'all ain't never done nothing foolish. I can imagine Paul looking back over his life, even on the other side of his victory, and saying, what in the world was I thinking? Maybe you ain't never done that before. Sometimes I think we get on the other side of our freedom and we realize we ain't feeling real free. See, we have, Chris, this initial moment of gratitude and even when the atmosphere is just right around a certain amount of people, 
we find ourselves feeling free. But then we struggle to accept what Jesus has done. I don't know, maybe, maybe none of us are willing to admit it, Pastor Craig, but sometimes I think on the other side of God's victory, we actually talk ourselves out of freedom. As we are re-engaging with things in the midst of this year, walking regenerated, living consecrated, receiving our identity as the born again, please allow me to make something clear about freedom on this morning. Listen to this, it's important. We are not truly free if we trade in one set of negative mindsets and behaviors for another. You are not truly free if you just simply trade in one set of negative mindsets and behaviors for another. Here's what I'm convinced of. Some of us have been just trading in one wrong for another wrong. I understand. I'm, I can feel the atmosphere. And sometimes I think God has done a lot for us, but we're not walking in it. Let me, let me be even plainer. If you ever had an issue with anger, and then you trade in that anger, but then, but then you trade it in in exchange for the guilt over your anger, you're not free. I was, you know, maybe, okay, okay. You know, you, you, you had an issue. You couldn't, couldn't help your temper. Found yourself saying what you wasn't supposed to say and doing what you wasn't supposed to do and acting how you wasn't supposed to act. And then God tries to pull you out of that thing, but now you spend the rest of your days feeling guilty over how you acted, what you said, what you did. Truth is, that's not freedom. Okay, I, I'll go a little further. Maybe you've got a history of bad decision-making. Good morning. You know, you ain't always made the right decisions. You're supposed to go left. You didn't miss the left turn. You turned right on purpose. That's it. it's, it's one thing when you miss your turn, Guan, you, you know, you miss your turn. You go on up two exits and get off and come back. Now, some of y'all went right on purpose. Didn't he want to turn left? But then God brought you out of that thing. Thank you, Lord. But then you trade in that for walking in shame over your history of poor decision making. So now, every time somebody talks to you, you say, I used to make bad decisions. I didn't do right. I didn't act right. I didn't talk right. I didn't do this right. I didn't do that right. That was bad. And you're not free. Oh, it's quiet in here. How about, how about this? If you trade in promiscuity and then start doubting your worth, you're not free. See, uh-huh. When we walk in the born-again identity, here's my message today. Ready? Bondage is no longer our portion. Okay. 
I'll, I'll give it to you another way. Just say it with me. Bondage, Bondage. is not my portion. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. Bondage is not my portion. See, I'm not going to trade in one thing for another. I'm not going to come out of this and then walk into that. If God sets me free, I'm going to walk in freedom. Amen. I'm not going to come out of one bad. You know, okay, we understand it when it comes to simple stuff. Why would you come out of one bad relationship only to enter into another? But we do it all the time. You come out of one bad mindset only to enter into another. Amen. And we think, watch this, we convince ourselves that we're better only because we're not doing that. Amen. Amen. I got to be, and then watch this, the devil, listen to me, listen, the devil doesn't have to attack you if you just move from one demonic mindset to another. Lord have mercy. If you come out of the spirit of lust, only to then operate and walk in the spirit of an unregenerated identity, you in just the same predicament. Amen. So you sitting up there celebrating over the fact that you ain't got lust no more, but you don't even like yourself. Oh, okay. Amen. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't like what you see. Quiet in here. And so now you spend the rest of your life Trying to change your identity, alter your identity. Dress this up. Change this. Tweak that. Do this. Do that. All because all you did was trade in one set of brokenness for another set of brokenness. As a matter of fact, I, I'll get here more on Wednesday, but let me, let me just turn here and I'll come back for a second. Paul literally was killing folks for fun. Read it when you get a chance. I mean, killing folks for fun with a royal warrant. He had permission. But Brother Reynolds, I find it interesting that by the time Paul writes the book of Romans, in chapter 1, Paul said this, I am not ashamed. <laughs> Paul, of all people, who literally is a murderer for hire, Paul, of all people, who, if, 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 if it's me, I can see how he would walk around with his head down like, I can't believe I did that. By the time he writes the book of Romans, Paul said, I'm not ashamed. Now, y'all might not like me, but I'm okay. Oh, yeah. And I need somebody in this room to go ahead and wrap your head around. Wait a minute. I'm not going to trade in one set of negative emotions for another. Come on, say it with me one more time. Bondage. Is not, my portion. is not my portion. Now, now let's teach a little bit because even though I'm going to use Paul as the case study, I need to give you some preliminary principles. Y'all ready? Freedom in Christ is not relative. Write it down, please. Freedom in Christ is not relative. It's not ambiguous. Freedom in Christ is definable and defensible. I can define what freedom is, and I can defend what freedom is. Somebody might not like your freedom, but I can defend it with the word. Amen. I don't have to walk around with my head down because you think I should. My freedom is defensible. I ain't got to walk around feeling sorry for myself because you can't believe that God brought me out. My freedom is defensible. 
I don't have to walk around like woe is me, kicking rocks, all because you think I should still be downtrodden over a memory that you still have of me. My freedom is defensible. I'm not going to be bound because you like me bound. I'm going to be free because the Bible says I can be free. My freedom is definable and my freedom is defensible. You're not going to get me to wallow in the mud and sit here in the pig pen when I've come to myself. I come to myself. I get to go home to my father. I ain't got to be out here acting crazy. I wish somebody would get it. My freedom is defensible. Somebody say, I can defend this. People not going to understand why you smile. People not going to understand why you happy. Because people think you should be frowning. Even on a day like today, your freedom is defensible. You ain't got to walk around talking about, oh, God. No, thank you, Lord. My freedom is definable. If I had lost what you had lost, I just don't think I could make it. That's why you didn't lose what I lost. Because God knew what I could handle. And I'm not going to let you put your mentality on me. No, I'm not going to do it. My freedom is defensible. Oh, Lord, have mercy. My freedom is defensible. My freedom is defensible. I don't understand. You feeling bad? No. Yeah, you got to understand, but you lost your job. Yeah, but I didn't lose my mind. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but no, you don't understand. But, 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 the, but, I, but I heard things were bad. I don't know who told you that. My freedom is definable. And my freedom is defensible. Matter of fact, let's, let's look at this a minute because I think that there's a text. And there's one word we quote it all of the time. Uh, Bishop Desmond Daphne, we quote this text all of the time, but I think. There's a word I missed. Maybe y'all didn't miss it, but I missed it. So John 8, 31. Watch this. Freedom in Christ is not relative. It's definable. It's defensible. One more time as y'all turn and say bondage. bondage. It's not my portion. And look, look, look at John. I know it is. Melita said that's so good. I know it. Because somebody going to get upset over your freedom. How you mad because I'm free? Oh, I know. I know. I know. I understand. You mad because I'm free because you're not. I understand. I'm, I'm just saying, you mad because I'm free and you're not. But watch this. Now listen to me. Because remember, freedom in Christ is not relative. It's definable. Can, can I give you all a secret? The freedom that some people think they have is not really freedom. It's bondage wrapped up in their own desires. Amen. <laughs> Some people who think that they got freedom, they're not free at all. It's bondage wrapped up in their own desires. Oh, I'm trying to get to this verse. Oh, prove that, Bishop. Okay, watch this. Watch this. The blessings of the Lord make you and add no. Okay, so some of you are sitting there crying because the person that you know uh, is living foul, got a new house and a new car. Listen, that's not necessarily freedom. That's bondage wrapped up in desire. Because they got what their credit could afford, but not what their, what, watch this, but not what their stewardship could take care of. And they sitting up there stressed out from month to month trying to figure out how they're going to pay the bills on that joker. They can't afford a light bulb in that car. They can't afford the insurance on the house. They can't, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Understand? And you sitting up there feeling bad like, oh, God, I wish I had a house. You better let God give you a house when you're ready for it. You better let God walk you into something when you're ready for it. And then don't get all caught up over what somebody labeled as freedom. Because freedom is not what you label it. Freedom, I'm going to show you. 
I'm going to show you. It's all right. I said freedom is not what you label it. Amen. You don't define freedom. Freedom is not when I feel free. Freedom is when I start behaving in the freedom of Christ. Freedom is not when it's like, all right, I've decided that this is what I wanted all along. Look how happy I am. But if, if, watch this. If what you want is what God hates, you're not free. I will. If what you want is what God hates, you are not free. So just because you have acquired what you want doesn't make you free. It might make your flesh happy, but it don't make you free. Because freedom is not relative. Okay, all right. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who believed in him, <laughs> if you continue mm -hmm, in my what? Come on, come on. If you continue in my, then you are truly disciples of mine. All right, we got that. And you'll know the what? Truth. Wait, and you'll know the what? Truth. And the truth will make you what? Truth. Now, now, here comes some of us in verse 33. You might find yourself in verse 33. They answered him and said, oh, come on, we Abraham's descendants. I got 780 credit. My 401k is stacked. I got a good job. I just bought a new car. Got the house that I wanted. Everybody's healthy. Everything is, I just came back from vacation. I had a wonderful date night. I just went to Cancun. I just bought the new Gucci, Gucci loafers. Don't you like my new Louis Vuitton bag? That's, that's what they were saying. How you gonna tell us we not free? We never been a slave to anybody. I do what I want, I go where I want, I drive how I want. I'm as happy as happy can be. I make plenty of money, do what I feel like doing. How is it you say you'll become free? Jesus, verse 34, answer them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin <laughs> is the slave Stop. of sin. Wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me that my freedom is not based upon my happiness? My freedom is tied to my behavior. You mean to tell me that I can be bound and happy? Amen, you can. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Excuse me? Yeah, you can be just as bound in your born-again spirit and just as happy in your flesh. You can have everything you want and go to hell. You can have a closet full of clothes. You can vacation every month. Every month. You can get a thousand likes per post. Per post. Huh? You can drive whatever you want to drive and live in whatever neighborhood you want to live and still be bound. Because watch this. It is simple to become a slave to a lifestyle that God never ordained for you. Because what you did to get it, you got to keep doing to keep it. When you didn't do it, watch this. When you didn't acquire it God's way, then you got to keep using the devil's methods to keep it. And for some of us, watch this, why am I losing stuff? Listen, because God is like, listen, 
when I bring you out this time, I don't want anything that you have to be connected to a behavior that is not from me. Some stuff God got a snatch that you didn't get his way. I'm going to leave that be. Did y'all hear that? Did you, did, you, did you hear what I said? Now, 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 now again, now let's, let's be clear here. Let's go to the next verse, verse 35. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son oh, does remain forever. So, verse 36, if the son makes you free, You will be free. What's the next word? Now I know King James, he whom the Son hath set free is free indeed. Now, the word free right there means to liberate from the power and punishment of sin. To liberate from the power and punishment of sin. You don't need liberation unless your rights have been stifled. So liberation is given to those who are unable to flow in their rights. So when the Lord says, he whom the Son makes free, he's saying, he whom the Son liberates or releases to walk in your rights. So you mean that if I'm in bondage, I'm not released to walk in my rights. I have a right to be healthy. I have a right to be whole. I have a right to be complete. I have, wait a minute, all of these promises I have, literally my bondage takes away my ability to walk in my rights. So if I'm praying for it, but not living like it, I can't even get what I'm praying for. Am I helping anybody? So you can be praying for something, but if your behavior is a behavior of bondage, your behavior keeps you from liberation. And all I got to do is let the sun liberate me, and now I get to start claiming what liberation provides. Amen. But let's go to the word I missed. He whom the sun has set free. He will be free. What's the next word? That's the word. Be free indeed. Say indeed. Now I'm going to give you a synonym. True. So if the sun makes you free, you will be free. True. But that's not what got me. Keisha, when I look up this word, truly, watch this. Or indeed, it means in accordance with truth. And when I saw it, I went, oh. So we've been asking God to get us out of our mess. And then quoting this verse. But this verse is not about freeing us from our mess. That's just repentance. This verse is about being free in accordance with truth. If my life 
in alignment with truth, I'm not free. The son, watch this, the only freedom that the son gives is a life that looks like truth. Wait, 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 pay attention. I'm free. I done got free from you. Is that in accordance with truth? Or is that in accordance with your desire? I done got free from this job. He whom the son has set free. Is that in accordance to truth? Or are you free from the job because you couldn't maintain your own temper and you walked out in the middle of a meeting and got fired and now you put on there that your boss was crazy? <laughs> new house, new miracles. No, you got kicked out of the last house. Look how God done set me free. No, no, that's, you're in grace. Man, woman of God, man of God, woman of God, you're in grace, okay? When the Lord sets you free, Ganey, he sets you free in accordance with truth, okay? So, so here's what I'm arguing this, 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 this morning. Some of us aren't free. We just comfortable. And what happens is, when you're no longer comfortable, you got to find something different to replace the comfort. So watch this, when you're in search of comfort and not freedom, then you got to go from thing to thing trying to find comfort. Did the Hennessy comfort me today? Huh? Did the Henny comfort me? Or, well, the Henny no longer does it because I built up a tolerance. See, y'all, y'all play. Y'all, 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 y'all play. I built up a tolerance to that, so, well, you no longer comfort me. Let me find somebody else. Huh? Well, well, that type of trip no longer comforts me because I built up a tolerance and I, and I want something else. But see, freedom is not that. Freedom is tied to truth. Well, well, what is true? Look at John 17, 17 in the Amplified. Look, sanctify them, purify, consecrate, separate them for yourself. Make them holy by the truth. Your word. Oh, man. Your word is true. So wait, 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 wait. Go back to the, go back to the verse before this where I, where I just was. Go back. There we go. The sun makes you free. You will be free truly or in accordance with truth. So real freedom in Christ is a freedom that looks like the word. Real freedom in Christ is a freedom that looks like the word because the word is truth. So, so I want to be free, but I don't want to live like the word. Then you don't want freedom. You want comfort. You want desire. Amen. But if we want to be free, now watch this. Here's what I found, Shan. If the sun makes you free, then you're free truth. Which means that the devil can, 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 can entice you with false freedom. But that is not real freedom, and it don't last. It won't hold up against scrutiny. Amen. See, the freedom of the world won't hold up against scrutiny. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Okay, okay. Watch it, watch it, watch it. I know uh, Elon Musk, uh, he's trying to buy Twitter. Uh, he's trying to buy Twitter. And you know him and your Zuckerbergs and your, your Gates. Uh, these seem to be the guys that we look up to uh, because they got a lot of money. And, and, and then we think that their money uh, in some way gives them some degree of freedom. Money don't give you freedom. As a matter of fact, because their money is not tied to truth, it's actually unstable. Okay, okay. Literally, one tweet, one tweet, and Zuckerberg lost like $100 million. Like a day. Because, watch this, his money wasn't tied to truth. See, when what you do is tied to truth, truth sustains it. Okay, what does the Bible say about the word? The word of the Lord stands for how long? Forever. forever. So if the word of the Lord stands forever, try what you want against the word. It ain't going nowhere. So when my life is not based upon the word, it's unstable. When my resources are not based upon the word, it's unstable. When my marriage is not based upon the word, it's unstable. When my job is not based upon the word, it's unstable. When my parenting is not based upon the word, it's unstable. And none of that can be truth, and I don't care what book we read. Dr. So-and-so said, what does the word say? Because that's the only way to be free indeed. So when we read that truth will make us free, that's a promise. But John goes on to give us a map. Listen, how do I get to this promise? If the word is truth, then the truth will make me free. How I get there? Go to John 10, verse 7. So Jesus said to them again, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door. I'm the door to sheep. I'm about, to, I'm about to hustle up. I'm about to, I'm about to grind, grind my way, you know. Early nights, early mornings, and late nights. And, uh, you know, team no sleep. And, uh, sleep when I'm dead. Death's going to come quick. <laughs> Five-hour energy and Red Bull and Four or five espressos later, all trying to get what you want. When Jesus said, oh, I can tell you how to get to freedom. I'm the door. It's amazing because the Bible even says in Proverbs, he that seeks me early shall find. Not he that gets up seeking what you want early. Who do you seek first? Because things are tied to seeking him first, not what you want. But the Bible says, oh, you want a map? You want to know how to get to freedom? I'm the door. Now look at verse 8. Oh, 
come before me are thieves, robbers, but the sheep, and this is uncomfortable, the sheep didn't hear them stop. But there was a time where I did, which meant I wasn't a sheep. If you've ever heard the thief or the robber, it tells you your state. I know, I'm looking at your faces right now, you're like, not me. I've heard the thief and the robber before. Heard them real good and clear. But the Bible say, sheep don't hear them. Let me go deeper. If you keep saying the devil is in your ear, Every time I try to do right, the devil say, and the de the sheep don't hear him. <laughs> you, you know, I know, I know, but the devil, but the devil, but the, the sheep don't hear him. Okay, y'all still. You know, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but the devil, the sheep don't hear him. So if you hear him, don't tell him off. Talking about Satan, the Lord rebuke you. No, 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 no. Rebuke yourself. The sheep, hallelujah, don't. Then if, this, if it makes you feel better, let me give you another word. Sheep are not entertained by a false shepherd. I'm telling you right now, won't move. Maybe y'all haven't heard of, of, of how shepherds really work with their sheep. Many of them play a song. Y'all don't know? There's a story. There's a story of multiple shepherds that all came into the same valley. All the shepherds came into the same valley, and a bystander was there who didn't understand what was going on. And as all of the sheep mingled with each other, watch it. All of the sheep are in there mingling with each other. Multiple shepherds. All they sheep in the same valley. The shepherds weren't a bit more worried. Nobody was concerned that they was going to lose a sheep. Nobody was concerned that one shepherd was going to take their stuff. And, and, and the bystander sits there and he says, how you going to determine whose sheep belong to who? Shepherd, you'll see. Let them go ahead and graze a while. Nobody got in nothing. But when it was time to go, the story says that every shepherd pulled out their, their flutes and began to play their song. Y'all missed it. No shepherd played the same song. Now watch this. They're all playing their song simultaneously. But because the sheep knew their shepherd, they could differentiate, glory to God, who they belonged to. Yeah. And as the shepherd walked away, all the sheep followed their shepherd. Here's what I find interesting. At no time did any shepherd have to fight the other shepherd. I need to tell somebody in here, the devil is already defeated. 
I don't even understand why we're putting up a fight. You just got to go ahead and listen to your shepherd's song. My sheep know my voice. My sheep know my voice. So when your shepherd gets to playing his song, you follow your shepherd. But if you don't know what your shepherd sound like, you can't follow him. No wonder why we're confused. No wonder why these churches look like clubs. No wonder why you can't tell the light from the dark. No wonder why we are confusing sin from righteousness. Because we don't know what the shepherd sounds like. And everybody that stands up and begins to talk like the shepherd is labeled as old school. Is labeled as too much. Is labeled as, as someone who is not up with culture. God never told us to bow to culture. God told me to bow to truth. All who came before me, every last one of them, these are robbers. Look at verse 9. Mm, I'm the door. If anyone enters through me, Lord have mercy. Look at this blueprint, y'all. He'll be saved. And, that and is a blessing. We'll go in and out. Y'all missed it. Shane, did you see it? You enter in once. Then you get to go in and out and find, oh, y'all. Once I know that we're in a relationship, now, I'm not concerned about you cheating. You get to go in and out and find pasture. Because I know that the pasture you find is going to be the pasture I set up. You go in and out, you find pasture. Here's verse 10. Look at verse 10. The thief comes only. Still killing, destroying. That's all he comes for. Now, watch. If he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, why are we surprised when we listen to him and then get those results? I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why I'm going through this. Well, the thief comes only. It's not like every once in a while the thief going to bless you. That's not a blessing. That's a bribe. It's not a blessing. I come that they might have what? The presence of the divine within man. And have it more abundantly. Now watch. I'm the door, the map. So watch this. True freedom is in accordance with truth. The word is truth. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Huh. So if freedom is in accordance with truth and the word is truth, the word is also Jesus, it would make sense that to come through the door, I got to come through the word. How in the world are you saying you free and don't even read the word? You know, I'm, I'm lining up with Jesus. When's the last time you read your Bible? You know, I don't really read it that much. Then you're not lining up with Jesus. Truth 
is the word. Jesus shows us how to live the word. Amen. And so here's the thing. People of God, listen to me close. I want to be free. Okay, so how would Jesus handle your situation? It sounds so simple, but we make it too hard. Jesus wouldn't be complaining like we complain. He wouldn't be jumping up and down like we jump up and down. If the sun makes you free, that freedom looks like truth. I need to say something right here. Some of us have spent the last several years in pursuit of a dream that you cannot validate with the word. You've spent money, time, you didn't hire coaches. coach but won't pray in the spirit oh my. take a class but won't read your Bible go to a retreat but won't pray I feel, I, I, I'm, I'm getting there you could have gotten there how come that you might have your freedom. You want to know what freedom looks like? Life. Not, not breath. The presence of the divine within man. That's freedom. Life and life more abundant. This is freedom. Not a trip. Life. Not even a promotion. Life. Amen. I know, Bishop, you're not supposed to preach like this is Mother's Day. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to preach about Mary or something. <laughs> 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 preach something else. No, I'm preaching what we need. Amen. Because listen to this, Elder Deborah, the bondage in the world is actually why our churches are seeing fewer and fewer men each year. Because we have men who are not listening to the shepherd. Listen to a lot of other stuff. But the shepherd ain't one of them. It's all right. It's all right. So you, so so your beard game is strong. But your prayer game is weak. Taking pictures of your lineup. Don't even know where your Bible is. You got the latest trends. You can see your ankles out. The latest slim fits. <laughs> your 
Ankles is out, and you got bedazzly jewels on your shoes, bruh. But you can't lead your family across the street. Don't look at me like that. I'm trying to get us the truth. Then when a woman is forced to be you, Don't simplify. Listen. When she's forced to be you because you won't be you, then you don't feel respected. Quiet. Everybody look forward. Then ladies, you feel justified in being out of place because you were just looking for him to be in his place. But all of it is going against Truth. That's why I said don't simplify. Today is equal opportunity. Because ladies was like, that's right. No. It's against truth. Brothers is like, you right, not respected. No. That's not truth. I'm going after mine. No. It's not truth. And I want freedom to hit this house. No gimmicks, no games, none of that. Truth. Truth is a man. His name is Jesus. I need you to understand. Either you're going to go with the thief or you're going with life. Now, I told you before, bondage is not my portion. Now, when I talk about life, it's not just life that we talk about. Ooh, it'll be so good, you know, in the great by and by. No. It's not just life we shout about or fantasize over. No, no, no. Listen to this. If y'all don't walk away with nothing, walk away with these three words. Live like this. No, no. I'm, I'm unapologetically live like this. No, seriously. Unapologetically. Live like this. Today, literally, like I refuse to live any other way other than life more abundant. Nope, not gonna do it. Unapologetically. Nope. And see, watch this. To live like this is not about how much you have, it's about what's within. You can have, listen got to learn to have life more abundantly whether or not you are in Paris or your living room. See, okay. That's what I'm like. Oh God, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait till I can get to some water. I can't wait till I can get to the vacation. Wait a minute, because now what you've done by your declaration is made your declaration your God. And what you said is that the sand in the water in some way is going to give you your freedom. What you said is, I am incapable of reaching peace unless I manufacture peace with a vacation that I create. Therefore, Lord, you can't give me peace. Only I can give me peace once I save up enough to take myself to the location which I have deemed peaceful. 
Lord, it's not about you and what you can do for me in the storm. It's only about what I can do for myself when I take myself to the place that I've created for myself. Therefore, when I'm home, I have no peace. But when I create my own peace, now I'm in paradise. Oh, and so now all of a sudden, paradise is within your budget. Now all of a sudden, paradise can be flown to. Now all of a sudden, paradise is where you take yourself as opposed to truth when paradise can come in the middle of the storm as opposed to truth when paradise can come early in the morning as you sit there and open your word and God gives you paradise as opposed to when you're praying all by yourself in your car after you came out of a bad business meeting and God gives you paradise do not equate paradise to what you can create because let me tell you something supernatural spiritual truth is outside of the bounds of reality it's supernatural some of you right now, I can't wait for a vacation. Take one in your mind. Are you saying that we can't go on trips? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying trips ain't Jesus. Go ahead. Go ahead, fly out. Have fun. Don't be weird. Go ahead. Take a trip. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Go ahead. Everywhere I go, I like to find a coffee shop and a record store. That's just what I like. Don't be weird. But that's not Jesus. I don't, watch this. I don't need the coffee shop to make me happy. I don't need the record store to give me peace. I can find peace in silence. I can find the same joy in a cup of water. Y'all not easy. see y'all. Same joy. Somebody say, live like this. I look at Romans 6. I, I, I think I'm through. I got two more passages, but I just don't think I'm going to make it. Y'all okay? What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin? So that grace may increase? I, ta I taught this before. Sin makes grace increase. Let that, let that settle with you. Which means grace is not God's best for us. Favor. Remember, I got to say it again. Bishop, you said this already. Yeah, but some people didn't hear it, and some of you didn't hear it the first time, so I'm teaching it again. Remember, grace is unmerited favor. So favor that is merited comes by righteousness. Sin produces a favor that I don't deserve. Righteousness produces a favor that I deserve because the promises of God are yes and amen. So I'm not going to continue in sin so that I can get an increase in grace. Now look at verse 2. May it never be. Stop that. Because if grace was the target, why would Paul tell us to stop doing it? Think about this. If grace is the target and sin increases grace, Paul just made an argument to keep sin. That ain't what Paul said. He said, quit that out. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Verse 3. 
Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Verse 4 is where I want to go. Therefore, we've been buried with him through baptism into death so that, say so that, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might, watch this, walk in newness of life. Now lead us up. I come that you might have what? The presence of the divine living within man and have that more abundantly. Then Paul goes to verse 4 and says, walk in the newness of this is our behavior. Okay. Let me make it even simpler. How you live in church should not be the anomaly. Like, if I see you tomorrow, you shouldn't be less saved. Hmm? We should behave like walk in life. Many of you don't walk in life, you visit it. No, really. Song get good to you and you visit life. <laughs> you visit it. Or the way I grew up, you caught life. And it wore off. Or if you go back a little bit further, my parents' generation, you got happy. So you got life. But that wore off too. But that's not scripture. Life is not something that come on you when you. You got to walk like this. Because watch this. Today, for those of y'all going out to eat, you might need some life with the waiter. They don't want, huh? Or you made reservation to take your mom out, and when you get there, they don't got your reservation. You're going to need life. Oh, you can't be like, you still got on your church clothes, and you, I know you didn't. Lose my, my mama here. Celebrate the manager. You better fight regional. The phone numbers. Tell somebody. You, you ain't seen me. You don't know me. This ain't what you want. I'm about to give you the smoke. I, I West Side. I'm from the hood. I'm, I'm, I'm about it. I, you just, I used to. I, 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 I didn't spit on people worse than you. I, Then you get to the table. Let's pray. Father. Oh, no, no. No, no. No, no. No. Y'all hold hands. Thank you for mama. No, no. No, no. That's church, not life. Amen. Walk in it. 
My wife and I were in a store the other day. It was packed. I mean, it was people everywhere. She was trying on something. She wanted to see if she was going to get it. We looked at the line to the fit room, Lord Jesus. And she said, I'm going to try it on. I said, okay. And I found the closest wall. <laughs> Not like she wanted to. It takes six hours for me to make my baby back ribs. Six hours. Baby backs on the smoker. Six hours the way I do mine. If my rib takes six hours, she can take some time to try on some clothes. Y'all see how I draw equivalences? I just taught somebody. So what I do About 10 minutes later, she said, I don't want to try it on. I don't feel like it. I'm about to get somebody free right here. I don't want to try it on. I don't feel like it. I said, you sure, babe? No problem. No problem. No, she was like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to try it on. I said, I'm patient. And watch this. It wasn't a lie. I was patient. See, I walk. The Lord said something to me very clear. If you don't live it, don't even try to teach it. Because if you try to teach what you don't live, you're a hypocrite. And you're giving the people poison. So, just as peaceful, she could have taken to the store clothes, and I would have been like the, the song, I shall not, I shall not be moved. That's where I would have been, right there, <laughs> planted. But here's my question. Are you living it or are you faking it? No, for real. I check myself on it all the time. As I check myself on it all the time. You feel a little something trying to get... I, 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 I. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show y'all practically what walking in the newness of life looks like. I'm just going to read it. No commentary, nothing. I'm going to let the Bible finish the sermon. Are y'all ready? I'm just going to read. Stay with me. We're going to Colossians 3. Now, I'm just going to read through it. I'm going to show y'all. Now, if y'all got this all together, then amen. Somebody's going to need to repent. Colossians chapter 3. I'm just going to start at verse 1. Ready? I'm going to stand here and read. No commentary. Promise. Therefore, if you've been raised up with Christ, this is what, this is what freedom looks like. My bad. Keep seeking the things above. 
where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Keep moving. Set your mind on things above, not on things that are on the earth. Three. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, mm -hmm, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. Verse 7. And in them. You also once walked when you were living in them. Mm, 9. But now. I'm sorry, verse 8. But now. You also. Put how many of them? Put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive speech from your mouth. Verse 9. Do not lie to one another since you laid aside. I thought you was walking a newness of life. The old self. That's commentary. Ooh. With its evil practices and have put on the what? Who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Verse 11. A renewal. In which there is no distinction. Ooh, I want it so bad. No distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free man, but Christ is all and in all. So, as those who've been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another, oh Lord, and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against what? Anyone. Just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Uh -huh. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Keep going. Let the peace of Christ, what's the next word? Rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in what? One body and be what? Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your what? To God, verse 17, whatever you do. In word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks through him to God the Father. That's what it looked like. I made it. That's, this is it. Just go ahead and read Colossians 3. Just, every time you think you're walking in the newness of life, read Colossians 3 again. Find yourself in that text. Find yourself in there. If you can't find yourself in there, that ain't new life. Bishop, but I'm still struggling. Yeah, that's not in there. 
Well, it seems to me like you're saying that I can't have fun. No, I'm saying you can't have sin. I don't know how to have fun without sin. Therein lies the problem. I'm having fun right now. Having a great time. Father, in the name of Jesus. Help us walk in the newness of life. Not talk about the newness of life not just be excited about the newness of life, not fantasize about the newness of life, but walk in the newness of life. Forgive us for creating functional saviors and calling them dreams. Let's go after you first and believe that all these things will be added in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap those hands. How many of y'all received something today? Rework it. Rework some stuff in your life. Amen. My wife and I were talking the other day, and we were talking about the scripture death and life are in the power of the tongue. Right? And they that love it. Right? The word love doesn't mean enjoy. The word love in that text actually is, would, would likely be to adhere to. To be, it actually means to be loyal to. Let that settle. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that are loyal to them. Oh, we've been thinking that all we had to do was like the word a lot. No, 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 no. To eat the fruit, you got to be loyal. It's a real simple concept. If you want a harvest from your garden, you got to be loyal to the garden. If we let that garden go that we have, we will get no harvest. If you're not loyal to the word, you'll never eat the fruit from it. On this day that we celebrate, don't let circumstances take your loyalty. That's good to me. Don't let any circumstance take your loyalty. Don't let a phone call take your loyalty. Don't let an inbox message take your loyalty. If the way you're about to act is about to rob you of loyalty to the word, don't let it happen. You got to want the fruit more than you want the vengeance. Woo! Y'all all right? 
Clap those hands, we're gonna celebrate. Our ladies, our mothers. Give Pastor Jay a hand. Raise your hand if you do not have a ticket. The Marketplace Movement is still spreading the gospel virtually live every Sunday morning and Wednesday night. All you have to do is tune in during these times. So come and check us out and get the word on these platforms. Just download the BoxCast app on your Roku, Apple TV, and Fire Stick TV. You can watch us on your favorite social media. Or watch us at the marketplacemovement.online.church or our church website, themarketplacemovement.com. View worship. The Marketplace Movement, where we continue to reach, enhance, and advance lives.